We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you sweet, sweet souls and precious people. So happy to be connecting with you here for a little time today on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. So, you know, it's incredible when you consider of the billions and billions of human beings that have lived on planet Earth, that are living on planet Earth currently, that each and every single one of us is utterly unique, one of a kind, never to have existed before or again. And it's a shame that so many people don't know how awesome they are. It's a shame that so many people are trying to contort themselves to be other than who they really are. I love this quote. The greatest gift you can offer the world is to be authentically yourself. But how can we do this? How do we find our authentic and unique shape in a world that may seem to try to make us different? And how can we figure out who we are, what our purpose is, what our gifts are, and what our highest contribution to the planet may be? Today, we're going to have an incredibly compelling conversation about these topics and so much more with a truly amazing woman. My guest today is Erica McKenzie. She's highly qualified to give us some powerful, empowering, and insightful information. She's also someone who I consider to be wise and wonderful as a healer, teacher, speaker, and guiding light. Erica's a nurse, a researcher, an inspirational speaker, the author of her new book, Dying to Fit In, and Erica Works for God. Some of Erica's biggest life lessons occurred when she died. In 2002, 31-year-old Erica collapsed on the floor after battling with addiction and issues with her body. It ended one day when she fell over after having heart palpitations and couldn't breathe. Within moments, she was lifted up out of her body and pulled through a tunnel at an exhilarating speed and delivered into the hands of God. Erica spent time listening to and speaking with our cosmic creator, and she learned profound life lessons and miraculous information, and she's here sharing this with us today. So Erica McKenzie, thank you so much for being back on another episode of Journey to Center. Thank you so much, Tammy. I'm so excited to be here, and thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in, and um, you're just wonderful and a blessing. And that's true, isn't it? You know, years ago when I was struggling so much with some of the same issues, body image, uh, Mm -hmm. manipulation, disgust, self-loathing, a friend said to me, Tammy, the biggest problem I see with you is you just don't like yourself very much. And it was like, ding, 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 ding. That's exactly what's the problem is because if you don't like yourself, if you don't love yourself, nothing's going to feel very good for long. It's like you're trying to escape um, right. yourself. So Absolutely. I, I want to hear more from you because it seems like a lot of what you got in this near-death experience was that we have to love ourselves. I know. You know, what's funny is when we, when you say it out loud, you have to love yourself. It, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? Like it's just so easy that people should get it. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, that wasn't the case for me. And I spent my whole life until that day that I died, not loving myself and not really understanding how to love myself. Um, I was one of those people that I guess you could call me a people pleaser. I wanted, you know, everyone to like me, to fit in, everyone to be happy. And a lot of times I felt like that was through pleasing others, uh, which that's, 
trying to, you know, please others, but when you don't ever give back to yourself mm-hmm. and please yourself and fill yourself with love, what happens was I was becoming empty. I was emptying out all of this love. Um, there was nothing left to give for me. And I had done it for so long and really, you know, had the focus on what was important to be accepted. And mm-hmm. I, I wasn't focusing on the right things. You know, I thought, oh, my gosh, if I was just, if I was thinner, you know, if I looked like this person, for example, then um, they would like me and I would feel love and I, I could give it back to others. I, I made so many choices, the bulimia, um, you know, for 12 years. Um, and then moving on to the diet pills that eventually killed me, those were all an attempt to be, to become mm-hmm. someone that I was not. And through all that, you know, I lost myself at that day that I died in that very moment. I could not remember my name. I didn't even know who I was anymore when I took my last breath. Mm-hmm. That's, that is how important of what I'm going to tell you next, the lesson of the gifts is. I had gone through my life and doing these things, I couldn't even remember the last breath that I took on this planet as a human being, who I was, what my name was. I didn't know who Erica was. I was lost. You got so far away from your soul self is how I would put it. I did. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I was so Mm -hmm. disconnected. And um, one of the lessons that I learned in heaven with God was the gifts. And I remember God motioning at this point, you know, to look over to my right, and I do, and as I do, appeared in front of me shelves, like in your closet, if you have a closet of shelves, and these shelves, though, were not like any shelves that you or I have seen on this planet before. I remember looking in front of me um, out to the farthest galaxy that my eyes could see, and the shelves kept on going, and I remember looking behind me past, past planet heaven, and the shelves kept on going, and I remember looking up. And as I'm looking up, I'm like thinking, oh, my goodness, there are so many shelves. They just keep on going. I couldn't see them until the farthest star above me. They kept on going. And then I remember God and I looking together at these glorious shelves that took on a life of their own. They were this amazing white color with iridescent that isn't even anything I can describe accurately to give it the magnitude of what the life felt the energy exchange from these shelves because I, I've never found a color close to it on earth, mm-hmm. but it was so alive. And as God and I are standing here looking and just admiring these glorious shelves, all of a sudden appear on the shelves, presents, gifts, like at Christmas, mm-hmm. you would a wrap under a tree. And you know that each and every gift I'm sitting here looking and I'm like, oh my goodness, all these gifts are on all these shelves and there is not space. For any more gifts, they have filled the shelves completely. And not only that, not one, not one gift was the same. I remember just spending time looking for another gift that looks like a particular gift, the size, the shape, you know, the color, the texture, nothing. I couldn't find anything close. And God looked at me and he said, Erica, when you were born, I give each and every one of you gifts. I don't care who you are. If you are living and breathing on this planet, you have gifts from me. And through your life, I have more gifts for each and every one of you. All you have to do is ask. But here's the deal, Tammy, that I I really didn't realize the magnitude of importance. 
When you ask, you must be prepared to be quiet and listen Mm -hmm. to God to receive those gifts. Mm -hmm. And God said to me, Erica, when you were born, I gave you the gift of patience, and I gave you the gift of beauty. And I apologize. It's still not easy. It feels like just yesterday that all of this happened. Um, But, you know, all those things that I had done in my life until that day that I died was because I didn't feel that I was, I was good enough, you know, that I was worthy, um, that I was pretty, you know, at all. Um, I didn't. So it was a reflection of things, you know, that you didn't think that. But here's God telling me, yeah. Erica, I gave you the gift of patience, and I gave you the gift of beauty. And when he said it to me the second time, I was filled with so much unconditional love again, almost to burst, and I realized that that beauty came from within my heart, and it became an extension that radiated out. Mm. And it, it was so powerful because for the first time, you know, in 31 years, I understood. I understood what that meant, what real beauty was, and knowing that lesson if I was to come back and not stay in heaven at that point, I would understand how to be able to come back and start living it differently what with beauty and how God meant it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he gives each and every one of us gifts. And that being said, it's important for people to understand. And it, I really hope that I do well conveying that's my goal this for people because our gifts, they're not better than another person's gifts. No one's gifts are better than the other. Every gift that's given is just as important. It's essential. It's valuable. It's so vital. And it's given to you with purpose. And I talk a lot about that, you know, in my book and explain what that meant. And the thing is, is Yes, we get gifts, but guess what? Our gifts come with a responsibility. It's part of this learning, this earth school that we're here on this planet for us to discover, grow, and develop these amazing gifts that we have and use them in conjunction together to learn and accomplish what we're supposed to as we all work for our creator and awaken. But not only that, it needs to go deeper. You take the gifts that you're given, you know, and as you're doing this work, it is meant and designed to be used in conjunction at the table. If you imagine a big table, you all come to the table together, and that's when you do great things. That's when the shift happens, and we all awaken. The rippling effect that I talk about, the lesson in heaven that I had after the gift, that's a rippling effect that's powerful, that will change the planet. And so it was so beautiful because I had it all wrong. I thought, you know, um, this person's so lucky, you know, look at them. They have this, they're blessed. And, and, you know, a lot of times on earth and everything, I think sometimes we get a little confused and we think it's all about us or it's that person's so lucky. I wish I was them. They're accomplishing this great thing, but really it's not, it's a teamwork. It's a village, all of us together. And when we can awaken to that, you know, that reality and understand what that means, that means bringing love along the way, compassion, empowering, 
ourselves, loving ourselves, filling us up, but then what? Turning around and yes, absolutely, doing it to others, for mm-hmm. others, you know, bringing them along. Um, so for me, it was just like this beautiful experience because it was something I had known as a child. I had known it was supposed to be like that. But all the experiences that I went through, you know, up until that day that I died, it it just wasn't like that. You know, it was, there was kids that were bullying other kids or, you know, leaving someone out or making people feel like they can't contribute because, you know, they were a nerd, you know, so being smart wasn't cool or whatever it was. I mean, the list can go on and on. But it's interesting because to, to have these dynamics going on for so long in my life, I really... It was like I I wasn't able to really see. I was walking around, if you will, with my eyes wide shut. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like we do know who we are when we first come in, but the planet can seem to usher us off track. We start to try to contort to what our parents want, maybe what our teachers want, and then there is competition, and children can be kind of mean, especially in high school, and we forget who we are, and we start trying to live from the outside in rather than from Mm -hmm. the inside out. And to me, from the inside out just means staying connected to our heart, to our intuition, to God, knowing that we are unique and special and important. And we are all a different piece of the puzzle. And together we come together and create this beautiful puzzle, this beautiful tapestry. And it's supposed to be cooperation and collaboration Mm -hmm. rather than competition. It's so true. And I think one thing that um, I would really like to reiterate to people, it's so important, is that your uniqueness is actually your value. And your value, that's your contribution here on this earthly journey. And, I mean, it took me dying to really remember that information that I came in with. As a child, I knew it. Um, And so it is my hope that, you know, sharing that with people, um, having them read my book, having them listen to programs like yours, um, that they get to start allowing themselves to fill up with this love and really see and understand they're so valuable, you know, and their, their, their contribution is, is very important. Um, and the, the thing that they need to do is be their unique self and uniqueness. Oh, my goodness. That is such a powerful thing. You know, and it's so true. Nobody else can be us. And I feel like if we so don't true. find our authentic shape or our uniqueness, then we aren't bringing a gift into the world that the world needs. It's an ingredient so that this planet needs. Like a cake needs right. all the different ingredients. This planet right. needs all of our uniqueness. I think it's that's so such true. an incredible question. I mean, an incredible point. So a question mm-hmm. I have, I think you talk about this in your book. We have to love ourselves in order to um, release our gifts, to find our authentic shape, yes. to to yes. um, to settle into our uniqueness. We have to. Right like ourselves. We have to love ourselves so that we can tap into our gifts and then share them with the world. Is that accurate? Well, it's absolutely accurate. And I I just want to make sure that I clarify this because I, you know, sometimes people will talk to me and they'll be like, well, Erica, I don't understand that because, you know, my gift is um, I'm smart, for example. And so I feel like I'm getting good grades. So, but I don't love myself. So I don't understand what you're talking about. And what I want people to understand is you may be able to access your, some of your gifts. That's true. However, to 
to be able to access and utilize the gifts that God has given you to the magnitude of what these gifts are designed is a completely different ballgame. It's a completely different level. And I'm going to tell you right now, because of what I went through, I would like to share from my experience that I had to learn, step number one, I had to learn to love myself. And for me, Tammy, that was a very big project because I had, you know, gone so long not loving myself, loving others, but you can love others and use your gifts and it's not the same. You must Mm -hmm. learn to love yourself. And that's, you know, where I talk a lot in my talks and, and on my book about how do you do that? How I can't even possibly begin to love myself because I'm thinking there's so many things wrong with myself, right? And that's where God comes in. And, you know, you hear people say, let go and let God. Well, there you go. That's really, honestly, (laughs) if you can just start there, that's how you can start. Growing that connection with God is really the best chance we have of starting to learn how to recognize and accept love for ourselves and grow that love for ourselves. You know, and when you do that, then all the access opens up. And I'll tell you what, it's like on steroids then. Once you get that. (laughs) Spiritual steroids. I like that. (laughs) It is. You give yourself that permission and you have that connection with God and you begin to see that, oh my goodness, not only is it possible for you to love yourself, it feels so good. That in and of itself creates a rippling effect and radiates onto others. Um, and using the gifts then becomes so easy because you're using it in conjunction with the fuel that is designed for the gifts. Well, then we don't have to do it alone anymore. I feel for me, as I've learned to relax and accept that God loves me, to love myself, right. I feel like almost like um, a, a, a flute that he plays music through, like a conduit or a channel. Absolutely. And then it just, it's easy. It's like, I've lifted my sails and it's carrying me along. And I see you doing that. It's like you really have become Mm -hmm. a vessel for um, spiritual truth and the creator to work through and like a paintbrush in his hands. And and you work for God. It's clear. From my perspective, what you speak about, I get goosebumps constantly and I call them God bumps or truth bumps. It speaks so deeply of just, again, truth with a capital T. Well, and if I, you know, and here's the thing, I just want to reiterate, I'm not perfect, but the beautiful thing that I've learned out of all of this is none of us are, and it's, again, this is earth school, and if we were perfect, we wouldn't be here. There would be no need. We're here to grow and learn and commune together, um, and the gifts are the tools that we use to help us grow on this amazing journey that all of us, you know, get to have, and if we can just sort of think, like you said, the flute, the conduit, you know, the paintbrush, these kind of things, you, you don't just let go and let God use you. It's, it's really effortless and everything starts to fall into line. And I'll tell you, um, the thing is, is if you're going through your life, you know, and you're feeling like, you know, you're alone or how can I, I get this question a lot, Tammy, and I'm, I'm curious to see. I bet you do, too. You know, how can I connect to God? A lot of people tell me, well, I can't yes. listen. I yes, can't I was going to ask you that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. People ask me all the time because, again, it's so essential to have that connection to really be able to access, access those gifts and grow them and use them. 
the magnitude he's designed. And what I have to tell you, one thing I loved about reading your books, I loved Manifesting Love, Manifesting Prosperity, because you really bring it full circle of what I learned when I was in heaven with God. And that is, you know, how do you, how do you hear God's voice? You know, you want this connection. But guess what? It goes back to what I said. We're all unique, right? So why should we expect that there's only one way to connect with God? And boy, if you don't know how to do that or you can't do it right, you're going to miss the boat, right? It's Mm -hmm. not. Remember, we're all different. And different is essential. It's beautiful. It's empowering. It's not what a lot of us are raised to come to believe, you know? It's it's so important. Because through that uniqueness, you're going to discover a lot of awesome things. And one of the things is, I'm going to use myself for an example. I, if I sit down and I try to do meditation, you know, yoga, meditation, anything like that, um, to be able to connect with God and start growing that connection so I can access my gifts, what ends up happening for me with three teenagers, five dogs, you know, my life is kind of crazy busy. I start thinking in my head, making a list, like, what do I need for dinner that night? Where am I, am I taking someone to soccer practice? You know, I start, like, going through the daily events. So for me, that kind of a connection, that kind of a tool is not a tool that works for my uniqueness. It's an incredible tool that works for so many people, but for me, it doesn't. And so instead of getting discouraged, it's really awesome because I tried it. I learned something, right? You learn. And then you think, okay, well, that maybe didn't work. What can I do now? Well, for me, I'll share what works for me to grow that connection with God is when I am outdoors and I'm walking and I just go for a walk, um, it doesn't even have to be far. It can just be like in the front of my house um, where no one knows where mom went or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But for, for some reason, just that walking with God is really how I, you know, hone in. It's my favorite way to connect. Um, and grow that connection. And, you know, once I dabbled in all these different things and I, I found what worked for me, then you just, it's like anything else. It feels natural and it's, it's your normal, you know, not someone else's. And that's what normal really is, is when you find what works and is compatible with your uniqueness and the light goes off and it just, you know, it's right. It feels right. And you, you hear God's voice, you know, and it's a beautiful thing. So, I hope that for everyone, you know, and, and like I said, I, that's one reason why I love your show. And I'm just very blessed and thankful you know, that I have this opportunity to come on today because I think you do a wonderful job um, really providing tools for people of, you know, that want to learn how to love themselves and start healing. Right. And, and I think it's okay through. to cherry pick. Take what works for you. Leave the rest. We are Absolutely. designed to be unique. I say all the it's time, so Erica, true. if God want us, wanted us to be all exactly the same, it wouldn't have been that hard for him to do. I think the point oh, was to throw splinters of himself out onto planet Earth so he can dance mm-hmm. and play and know more about himself, learn about himself, celebrate this dance and this connection with him and with each other. Is that so Does true. that resonate for you? Absolutely. I mean, that's like saying, um, you know, parents only love some children, some of their children, right? Not all of them. God loves all of his children. Mm -hmm. And if you're on this planet, we are our creator's children and he loves all of us and he wants us to have that love. We are all deserving. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care how many times you've messed up, whatever you think you've done and you're not deserving of that love. It is not true. You are. 
But here's the part, I don't think God makes some of us with more love than others. I think we're all made with that primary ingredient of love. I think um, it was Mary Williamson said that so many of us are like princes and princesses playing around trash cans. We are Mm -hmm. royalty. We are the divine, exquisite heirs to the universe. If we can relax and receive that concept and then start to expand in that concept, that's when we can start to enjoy being our unique selves and bringing our gifts into the world and dancing and creating and celebrating with each other and in this cosmic love affair. Absolutely. You know, and it's funny because when I wrote this book um, and it first came out, I had a lot of people emailing me and especially some of my, you know, friends and things saying, oh, gosh, Erica, you know, are you sure that you want to put all that, you know, dirty laundry out there is what they call it, um, of all these experiences, my mistakes, you know, the things that I had done that um, I guess, you know, they are embarrassing. But I knew it was essential because it's a, it's a very integral part of this whole message that we're talking about, learning to love ourselves. And yeah. the thing is, and you know this, that we are each going to go through things in our lives that can become potential roadblocks. And those things can look like anything from, you know, health issues, cancer, endometriosis, um, you know, to relationships. relationships, bankruptcy, exactly. look a lot of different ways. Yes. But we can learn from those and forgive Absolutely. ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And so if you can just, you know, sort of like step and let go of that ego for a moment and that's when faith comes in that, you know, you have faith that God loves you so much that, yes, you've gone through these things, but you're not getting them to be punished. You know, these things aren't happening because you did something wrong. But if you can look at these things you've gone through and learn the lesson, and that's we need what I to talk learn, about. Yeah, to love mm-hmm. ourselves no matter what. So, Erica, Doing I can't work. believe it. Our show's over. I need to get you oh back. Okay. You are just the best. Get I her book, so Dying to Fit In, ericamckenzie.com. Just keep dancing, celebrating, loving yourself. Expand into that. We love you. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.